Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In that field trip crash, this is Kyle Cooper. Latest on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband this morning. Next week, we fall back into standard time, how to help kids adjust to the change. I'm Kate Ryan. Gains on Wall Street Friday, closing bell. The Dow jumped 829 points. Good morning, it's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The husband of House Speaker Nance Pelosi was attacked in his San Francisco home by a man with a hammer. This is despicable. President Biden. There's too much violence, political violence, too much hatred, too much vitriol. Paul Pelosi suffered a skull fracture and arm and hand injuries. After surgery tonight, he is reported recovering. The attack suspect is in custody, alleged motive not established yet, reports correspondent Scott McFarland. CBS News review of suspected Social media posts by David DePepe show him spreading conspiracy theories about Holocaust denial, pedophiles in the government, and claims that Democratic officials run child sex rings. It gives me the chills. Michigan Democrat Debbie Dingell knows Paul Pelosi well. And what you've seen happen with Paul Pelosi is something that could happen to anybody that's serving in public office. The Pelosi home has been targeted before, vandalized last year with spray paint, a pig's head, and fake blood. This latest Pelosi home attack coming against a background of more and more reported political violence threats. Intelligence analysts assess the most plausible threat ahead of Election Day comes from lone offenders who leverage election-related issues to justify violence. CBS's Nicole Skanga. He was young when rock and roll was young. Now he has died age 87. Jerry Lee Lewis learned to play the piano at the age of eight. By the time he was 14, according to his family, he was as good as he was ever going to get. described his musical talent as a gift from God. Other people, they practice and practice, he said. These fingers of mine, they got brains in them. You don't tell them what to do, they do it. Correspondent Harley Carnes remembering Jerry Lee Lewis. Elon Musk now controls Twitter, says he is not returning any banned users just yet, but will have a committee take a look at the issue. As confusion continues over how Musk will handle misinformation on the platform, there has been at least one casualty. CBS News can now confirm General Motors will suspend all of its advertising on Twitter. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti, Halloween not getting cheaper. Some candy price increases are downright scary this year. Candy corn up 33%. Starburst up 35% and Skittles up 42%. Correspondent Carter Evans. The Phillies took game one of the World Series from the hometown Astros in Houston. Score 6-5 in 10 innings. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with the incredible sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 888-74-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 
888-74-STEEL. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 888-74-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building fast and easy. Call 888-74-STEEL. That's 888-747-8335. 888-74-STEEL. WTOP at 204. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. It's October 29th, 2022. Mostly cloudy, chilly this overnight early morning. Low holding in the 40s. We're at 47 in our nation's capital right now. We do indeed. Thank you for taking us along to your early weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories that we're looking at for you as we head into this Saturday together. We're learning more here at WTOP this Saturday morning about a local school bus driver accused this week of driving kids while drunk. First on WTOP, our Megan Clority reports this morning. Investigators say this man wasn't just under the influence. He was without any type of driver's license. 44 children from D.C.'s Merch Elementary School were on that charter bus operated by Troy Reynolds of Oxon Hill when police say he veered off the road into a ditch in Chantilly, not far from merging onto I-66 on the way back to D.C. On the DMV Download podcast, Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says Reynolds' blood alcohol content was .20. His license was actually revoked in Virginia because of a previous DWI, and his license was suspended in the state of Maryland. So there's no way on God's green earth he should have been driving that school bus. We reached out to the charter bus company and are awaiting comment. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. This is Kyle Cooper. D.C. Schools Chancellor Lewis Farabee says he's been trying to find out what kind of oversight and standards Rome Charters follows following the incident with the driver. Uh, as you can imagine, uh, many of those responses and answers have not been satisfying to us, uh, which is why we are working to discontinue our relationship with them. No kids were hurt. Farabee says the company told him they checked drivers for impairment before they go out, but found no issues with Troy Reynolds. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 2.06 Saturday morning. Doreen Gensler, a longtime anchor for NBC4, calling it quits. We hear now that she is retiring. NBC4 has been my second home, and my co-workers have been like family. I've been proud to be a part of this crew, and I know NBC4's tradition of excellence will continue long after I've stepped away. Gensler, a native of Arlington, had worked in several cities before returning to D.C. back in 1989 to join Jim Vance, Bob Ryan, and George Michael at Channel 4. In that time, she's played a key role in the station's rating success, anchoring News 4 at 6 and News 4 at 11. Through her entire tenure, in fact, and reporting throughout the world, she has also served as the station's medical reporter. Gensler will leave Channel 4 at the end of November. You can read more about her planned departure a click away at our website, WTOP.com. It's 2.06 on WTOP. Hey, you may love the extra hour of sleep that comes with the switch back to standard time next week, but that adjustment from daylight saving time can be rough on some for you and your kids. It is possible, though, to ease children into this type of change. Dr. Tyesh Hall-Brown, a clinical psychologist and the director of behavioral sleep medicine at Children's National Medical Center, says everyone's affected by turning the clocks back one hour in the fall. It takes about five to seven days for our, our bodies to adjust. But for some, it's tougher. And for kids, she suggests steps you can take to make it easier. One, stick with a set bedtime. The best 
best that we can do to keep a consistent um, bedtime and a consistent schedule, the better our bodies will adjust. Have kids take advantage of daylight hours, maybe some outside time in the morning. Try skipping the daytime nap for older kids and make sure their room is dark, quiet, and their bed is comfortable. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Good Saturday morning, October 29th, 2022. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 2.08 in the morning. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks through the overnight early morning hours, guaranteed here on WTOP. First, as always, good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Finally, getting our work zones to simmer down in Maryland and Virginia, Dino. We're going to start on the Capitol Beltway, the outer loop. As you head for the Legion Bridge, expect delays across the Legion Bridge. The work zone is going to be on the Virginia side of the bridge and a single left lane getting by. But getting there in the, well, the backup's gone now, but we do have one stopped in the roadway on the inner loop of the Maryland Beltway after River Road before Carter Rock. Looks like they're blocking a right lane with some help on scene. We will travel over the bridge into Virginia. As I get the updated information, we have stoppages on 66 westbound after 123. Did not know they were going to pull this stunt on us, but there you go. We are at a stop on... 66 westbound after 123. Looks like we've been stopped for about maybe 10 minutes, thereabouts. Unclear how long they're going to have you stop. Normally, these things can go uh, 20 minutes or so. But uh, with, with uh, again, no advanced knowledge that this is going to happen, unclear how long you're going to be stopped. Again, thinking about other routes to get around from the Beltway toward Fair Oaks and beyond that point toward Centerville, 29 or 50 may be better workarounds this morning. On 66 eastbound, the work zone after Nutley Street heading for the Beltway, single right getting by, and the ramps to the express lanes are shut down as a result. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Tracking that weekend forecast for you. Looking pretty good. Starting off on a cool note on our Saturday morning. Temperatures in the low 40s for the most part, mid 40s inside the Beltway. Now, as you move on through the afternoon, we'll see clouds give way to sunshine. Plenty of sunshine out there. Look for a high temperature in the upper 50s to low 60s. So still below average, but a pretty nice afternoon. On Sunday, going to see temperatures upper 50s, low 60s again with uh, more cloud cover. And then on Monday, plenty of clouds, good chance of showers during the afternoon. High temperature around 68 for your Halloween. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 44 in Rockville, 45 in Ashburn, 43 in District Heights this morning, 47 in Holding in our nation's capital. With the Price is Right scratcher from the Virginia Lottery, game time is anytime. Hey, one ounce tube of sunscreen, SPF 70. I'm going to say 479, 499. That means it's time to spin the wheel. The Price is Right scratcher from the Virginia Lottery. Scratch to spin the wheel and see if you have the winning bid at the Showcase Showdown. Two games in one with a top prize of 200000 at a retailer near you. Odds of winning top prize in the Price is Right, 1 in 2040000 This is WTOP News. The man who broke into San Francisco home of... House Speaker Nancy Pelosi this week violently beating her husband during the process is now charged this morning officially with attempted murder. And there are indications as well that the suspect was really seeking out Speaker Pelosi. But she was here in Washington at the time. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more on the suspects. 
42-year-old David DePapa. He's from British Columbia in Canada, moved to California some years ago, had a family, and he's said to have sold hemp jewelry as a livelihood. And his parents in interviews with several media indicated that he's been estranged from his family. Looking at his Twitter feed, he was definitely into what appears to be conspiracy theories. And as far as that attack on Mr. Pelosi, San Francisco Police Chief William Scott said his officers encountered both Mr. Pelosi and DePape holding a hammer. So it wasn't clear if it was two hammers or one. Suspect pulled the hammer away and then started beating Mr. Pelosi violently with it. The officers tackled the suspect disarmed him, and he's been in custody ever since. KJ, this must be extraordinarily disturbing, not just to people in Congress, but to law enforcement, because there's so much emphasis on keeping lawmakers safe. Yeah, they're troubling in dark days ahead, according to a couple of sources I've spoken to. Uh, one particular intelligence source said that uh, Mr. Pelosi is the most high-profile person in a string of attacks that have been taking place on U.S. citizens, elected officials, political leaders, and journalists. And the motives are not all national politics, but the common denominator appears to be the willingness to use violence, whatever the assailant's concern is. The key line that a top federal law enforcement source really resonated with me is that this person said, quote, the threats we're seeing at this point are not coming from organized, recognized groups, but from lone wolves or small groups, which may have some link to a larger left or right leaning ideology. Looking back over the past few months, there have been other attacks like this. You've looked into them, J.J. What do they tell us? The suspects, according to sources, seem to be a very complex mix of people who are in at least one of several categories, according to one law enforcement source. Those categories include extremism, suffering from mental illness, heavy drug use, and corruption. Pelosi in San Francisco... The Congresswoman Jayapal, Washington State, Justice Kavanaugh here in Bethesda, Lee Zeldin, New York, GOP canvassers in Florida were attacked there not long ago. And remember, reporter Jeff German was killed in Las Vegas not too long ago. That was corruption. Bottom line, according to my read and from some pretty serious conversations with sources, from now until 2025, maybe even beyond, we could see a growing wave of this kind of violence, and we probably should prepare accordingly. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Hillary and Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I'm Richard McCann, your home improvement guru. The other day, I took my truck to the shop, had a little bit of work done. No big deal. Bring it home, and something breaks. It was something that they did. They made a mistake. Now, I could have lost my mind, gone online, complained about everything, just really blew these guys out of the water. Instead, what I did, I went back and said, hey, guys, this happened. Can you take care of it? Of course they did. Same thing happens with contractors. You might have somebody come in and do some work, but nobody is perfect. I want you to talk to the contractor before you go blasting them online. One bad comment online, even if they didn't get a chance to fix it, can ruin somebody's career or worse, ruin somebody's business. You and the contractor are working hand in hand. Have that good relationship. Remember, talk it out before you blast it out. I'm Richard McCann, and I am your home improvement guru. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday, October 29th. The weekend's here, everybody. Welcome in. 12.15 Sports Time and Mr. Frank Hammerhand. 
Bad loss for the Wizards as they fall to the Indiana Pacers, 127-117 on Friday night at Capital One Arena. Wizards were down by as many as 20 points. Cut it to six with about five minutes left, but the Pacers answered with a seven-zip run to close things out. Bradley Beal had 31 points for the Wizards in the loss, who are now 3-2 and two on the season. Visit Boston tomorrow night. World Series Game 1, it was a comeback for the ages as the Phillies down five-zip, come back and beat the Astros in Houston 6-5 to take Game 1 of the World Series. Commander is visiting the Colts uh, tomorrow afternoon at 425. Now, the Commanders will not have their leading tackler in linebacker Cole Holcomb. He's been ruled out because of a uh, foot issue. So the Commanders will face the Colts without Holcomb Sunday, 425. Commanders a slight underdog at uh, getting three points against the Colts. Capitals in action tonight as they visit the Nashville Predators. Again, the Wizards fall to the Pacers, and the Phillies take game one of the World Series. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 216 this early morning on WTOP Saturday. Among the top stories we're following for you this morning, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, underwent surgery this week successfully to repair a skull fracture and serious injuries to his arm and hands after being beaten with a hammer early Friday morning out west in their San Francisco home. The accused attacker has been arrested, we're told, and San Francisco's police chief says that the attack was not random, but police are still this morning trying to determine the exact motive. And sad word from the entertainment world this morning, rock and roll pioneer Jerry Lee Lewis has died at the age of 87 in his Memphis home this week. Although he was best known for the classics, whole lot of shaking going on and and great balls of fire, his career was upended several times over his lifespan by personal scandal. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. It's 217. Word also coming this morning that NFL quarterback Tom Brady and his supermodel wife are calling it quits after 13 years together. The speculation that their marriage was troubled has ended with an announcement on social media. Tom Brady and Giselle Bundchen say they finalized their divorce. She says they've grown apart. He calls it painful and difficult. The couple got married in 2009 when they had their first child. Brady, then with New England, said his focus remained on football. All those emotions aside, and kind of come in here with uh, you know a great sense of determination on what we have to do as a as a team. Brady announced his retirement in February to spend more time with his family, only to return to the game 40 days later. I'm Jackie Quinn. Good Saturday morning, October 29th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Thanks for spending it with us here at WTOP, where the time is 2:18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Over to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. We got issues in Virginia, Dino. We're still at a stop on I-66. This will be westbound through the work zone. Double checking, make sure the camera hasn't frozen on me here. But at last report, we were single. Yep, still uh, still status quo. Single left when the traffic does move after exit 60. But right now it's not moving. Hasn't moved for about 18 minutes or so. Hopefully going to be moving here before too long. Again, we weren't aware that they were going to be pulling any stoppages on us. And, again, this you're, you're best off. I see somebody trying to tra- take cuts in the line. Don't do that. That's A, not smart, and B, absolutely illegal don't do that just sit tight as i see another card do it thanks a lot guys and anyway on 66 eastbound the work zone after nutley street heading for the capital beltway the right lane gets by and on the beltway itself the work zone after the legion bridge 
Heading past the GW Parkway, heading for the Georgetown Pike, a single left lane getting by delays. Still a little chunky coming off of the Legion Bridge, but better than they were. But before you get to the Legion Bridge in Maryland, after River Road, before you get to Carterack, watch for one broken down over on the right side with help on the scene. I think they're blocking that right lane now. 95 BW Parkway, quiet. 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway, uneventful. And across the Bay Bridge, you've got two-way traffic running on the eastbound span without delay. Again, still at a stop in Virginia 66 westbound after 123. Hopefully, they're going to be releasing those lanes soon. Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. That weekend looking pretty good for you. Dry, plenty of sunshine on our Saturday afternoon after a few morning clouds and a cool start both Saturday and Sunday. But nice afternoons both days. We went for a high of 62 in the city, cooler in the suburbs. On Monday, Halloween, good chance of shower activity during the afternoon. So heads up for that. Look for highs in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 43 in Manassas, 50 at Metro Center, 43 Centerville. We're looking at 43 at Upper Marlboro, 50 in our nation's capital. 2 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, October 29th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Glad you're spending part of it with us this early morning. This latest check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Shifting gears. Stick around. Coming right up this weekend. Some fun stuff to do this holiday weekend. We've got some advice for you. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display to listen live 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of Washington's top news on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. So you and the kids have got those costumes. You've stocked up on all that candy. But what are you actually doing? What are your plans for the spookiest night of the year? This morning, Nikki Nellis from the com offering a few Halloween-themed suggestions for you this weekend. So there are great treats that you should be digging into. Stranger Things at Astro Donuts. You know the team at Astro Donuts and Fried Chicken. They're doing a whole Stranger Things-themed donuts. There's the upside-down donut, but my favorite is the Breakfast for 11 donut, which is a yeasted donut topped with an Eggo waffle, because we all know Eleven loves her waffles. Now, for you wine people out there, there are spooktacular sips at District Winery. They are actually pairing their wines with favorite Halloween candies. So they'll be running this all weekend long so you can go on in and do a flight of wines with a flight of candy. Ghost Pepper Ice Cream Challenge at Jubilee Ice Cream. I've actually done it and this is so much fun. So Ice Cream Jubilee has launched all their fall flavors. They're delicious. The apple cider sorbet and maple rye pecan and pumpkin honeycomb. But the challenge is the spicy ghost pepper ice cream challenge. So if you can complete a scoop, you definitely win a prize. Mm. And I would like to see which of you can do it. Mark, Road, <laughs> can you make it happen? We'll see about that. Now, a lot of the big parties are on Saturday night, which kind of works out since it's not supposed to be so nice on Monday. There is a Halloween Howl Dance Party at Glen Echo Park. This old-timey park is a one-of-a-kind place in the D.C. area, and they have a huge dance happening there that will feature live performances all night long. Costumes are encouraged. Now, for those of you 
who like to get your Batman on. Dirty Habit has a Gotham on Ace Street Halloween bash. So get into your favorite Batman costume. It is a total costume party. There will be cocktails, live entertainment, and acts like aerialists and fire dancers. So it is going to be on point. Those of you like me who like your 90s vibe, High Lawn is hosting a 90s throwback party. High Lawn is on the roof of Union Market, so it is an amazing space. They throw great parties, live music, DJ, festive food, drink specials, of course, a costume contest. Mm-hmm. Now, don't think I'm forgetting the puppies, because your puppies love to get dressed up for Halloween. And the Hirshhorn is doing a Halloween. They want you to come with your dressed-up pup during the day. Uh, and the reason why this is kind of exciting is because you're not allowed to bring dogs into the sculpture garden. So they want you to bring your kids and your pups. They'll take pictures. They have lots of activations for both children and puppies. And it's just going to be such a fun thing. With ideas there for your Halloween weekend, that's Nikki Nellis from the listeryouonit.com with advice, talking with Mark and Gigi. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. economy grew by 2.6% in the third quarter. That reverses actually a slump that lasted half a year. This morning, Bankrate Washington Bureau Chief and Senior Economic Analyst Mark Hamrick on this unexpected result. The real question is how sustainable is this positive showing or the strength of it? And I think if there's a universal observation being made about this GDP reading, it is that it's probably going to be the last hurrah for a while. So obviously coming out of the previous two quarters, we had two quarters of contraction. In other words, by the measure of the GDP, the economy contracted. And that is not necessarily the outlook beyond that quarter just completed. But the outlook for the coming couple of quarters is that we should have growth on an annualized basis that's below 1%. That's quite subpar. And as we know, elevated risk of recession in the near term. Right. So let's talk about that fear of recession and this being the last hurrah, Mark. What do you portend? I mean, what do you see I think that a recession is highly likely. And as we published a survey on this by where we survey economists of bank rate, basically they told us there's a 65% chance of a recession in the next 12 to 18 months. But I would try to tell people who might be concerned about that, that this recession need not be like the last two, where after the great financial crisis, the unemployment rate topped out at 10%. And let us not forget in April of 2020, when we did have a recession, in case we've forgotten about that aspect of the pandemic, the unemployment rate topped out only for a month at 14.7%. If we can avoid the financial system cracking before the economy cracks, I think it's reasonable to expect that we could have a higher unemployment rate, but not one that is viewed as nearly as severe a situation as what we had the last couple of times around. Mark, on top of all that you've discussed, we learned the average long-term U.S. mortgage rate topped 7%. This is the first time in about 20 years for this. It's all about the Fed raising interest rates by a lot in, in a relatively short time. Does this substantially now slow down our housing market? I mean, that slowdown, Dimitri and Hillary, is well underway, and we're seeing double-digit percentage declines from a year ago in sales of existing or previously owned homes along with new homes. And so this is really basically adding a 50% premium